0: Welcome to another guest episode of the Top Order Podcast. In this episode, we're joined by one of the breakout stars of the New Zealand summer. A chart topping 512 runs in the Super Smash here in New Zealand, including 25 sixes and incredible 56 fours, puts him at the top of the charts in all those three categories. As the Wellington Firebirds went back to back in that competition, Since then, he's continued that incredible form with a record equaling 100 off 50 balls in the 50 over Ford Trophy and is about to add a few more stamps to his passport as he heads to the IPL and the Vitality Blast in the UK. Finn Allen, welcome to the Top Order Podcast.
1: Hey guys, thanks for having me.
0: It's our pleasure, mate. Hey, look, it feels like a bit of an understatement to say that it's been a a pretty amazing few months for you and we'll we'll get to all of that. But let's go back to the start of the season. You moved down to Wellington from Auckland for more opportunities to get more regular cricket. What did you want to achieve from the season?
1: So yeah, when, when I sort of made the decision to move down, um, sort of spoke to the coach Glenn Pocknell about sort of what I wanted to get out from the season and my, my initial driver was sort of game time and, and opportunity and um, from there I just said that I wanted to get better um, I wanted to improve all three formats wanted to get better just my all-round game I guess and yeah they were they were real real keen to help me out with that and I saw a real good opportunity with the environment down there and, and the coaching staff and everything and yeah I mean it's it's been awesome so far you know I'm obviously so grateful for the opportunity and and everything that I got down there so yeah it's been almost a dream come true.
2: And, and you knew a few of the boys, did you, from the NZ19 stuff?
1: Yeah, I knew uh likes of Ratchin, Jacob Buller, um, Ben Sayers, like Troy Johnson and all them, playing with and against them. Um, me and Sayers went to the UK together as well for a summer, which was which was pretty cool. Um,
2: nice. So
1: yeah, and that, that obviously made things a lot easier for me, sort of integrating into the side and, and all that. And I, I'd done a, a winter training squad with a couple of the guys as well, so... Yeah, all those things sort of made it a bit easier for me to sort of fit into the group and, and yeah, just made me feel a bit more comfortable, which was
2: nice. Cool. But then it didn't exactly get off to the greatest of starts, that round one in the the Plunkett Shield pair on debut, and I think that was one of the greenest decks I've seen in a a long time. Were you, like, and then it, it seemed like you struggled for runs kind of all the way through almost to the start of the Super Smash. Were you kind of, like, a little bit concerned about even being picked for that round one super smash game?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, obviously wanted to go down there and sort of make waves and, and sort of contribute and, um, do well, but, um, didn't quite go to plan. I think I was pretty, I wouldn't say nervous, but I was pretty sort of, I don't know, just didn't feel myself in that first game and sort of looking at my dismissals and sort of the balls I was facing. I think I got a 28 ball duck in the second dig. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously coming to a new city and new team and getting a pair on debut, not the greatest start. But <laughs> I think um, preparing for the last four-day game, I actually got concussed um, mm-hmm. and I was out for like five weeks. So that sort of gave me a bit of downtime to sort of think about how I wanted to go about sort of my cricket down there and what, what had made me successful in the past. And so I sort of adjusted to a few things because i sort of changed my setup a little bit to sort of, for the wicket down in wellington you know, it's a bit bouncier and seems around a little bit more than than uh, eden park where i'd come from so made change those adjustments back to sort of what i'd done well in the past and sort of back myself to adjust that way instead of sort of changing my setup and everything yeah
2: Nice. That's a, sort of a good segue because, I mean, Wellington didn't really, you know, you, you guys didn't even really start the season very well. But it, it feels to me like, um, I mean, we talked to Hamish Bennett earlier on in the year and he talked about the culture down there. Can you kind of run us through a bit about how how good that was? Because like you guys had had a, a tough start to the season, but as soon as the Super Smash kicked in, you guys were just unbeatable and seemed like 100% together. And yeah, it just seems like the, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff going on down there.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's it's an awesome environment. It's it's an environment where a lot of guy or everyone in the squad wants to sort of learn and and get better and and better themselves. You know, everyone's down there together and sort of working hard together and everything, which is, you know, awesome to be a part of for me, especially at my age when I'm looking to sort of progress to my career and, and as I said to the coach when I came down, like be the best player that I can be. So yeah, that's that was an awesome start and yeah, I think it just showed the character that we have as a group. Um, obviously, we we lost three game, three four day games, and uh, drew one, and then didn't get off to a flyer in the one days either. Um, so yeah, I think the boys were absolutely fizzing for some T twenty cricket, um, which was awesome. You know, coming into training, um, everyone was so ant, and it, it was an awesome feeling. Um, and yeah, again, like I think it just shows the character we had to bounce back from that hard start and then sort of bring it back and you know, play out of our skins in that tournament. You know, everyone was contributing left, right and centre. So, yeah, it was pretty awesome to be a part
2: of. And, um, I mean, anyone who saw just a few highlights of uh, the Super Smash saw you hit thumping sixes down the ground. We've got a good source that tells us the genesis of that shot came from countless hours thumping Mark Ellison's part-time office back over his head when you were a youngster.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mark again was a huge influence on the beginning of my career, sort of before I started getting to professional level. But he sort of turned me around. I had a pretty uh, rough start to the season. This was back when I was in year ten at school cricket. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was awesome to work with. Well, I might have even been year nine, but anyway, yeah, he was he was awesome to work with. Um, did a lot of work with him through one of the winters, and yeah, he helped me a lot, um, especially with the mental side. I still um, talk to him now, even though he's in Ireland. He's just Real good to talk to from a mental side of things. And, and yeah, definitely he, he helped me a lot, yeah.
0: And you formed a pretty uh, formidable top order in that Wellington side with Tom Blundell and, and Devin Conway and, and Rachin Ravinder as well. And they all certainly look like pretty calm characters out there in the middle. What's it like to bat with you guys and what sort of influence have they had on your growth over the course of the year, batting with some of those uh, experienced players that have succeeded at the top level now?
1: Yeah, I mean, the likes of... Dev, you know, everyone's seen how how awesome he is and what a phenomenal player he is. So batting with him sort of puts me at ease. Um, I know there's no real pressure on me um, because one, when I sort of get going a little bit at the start, um, he just rotates the strike so well and sort of feeds me the strike, which is nice to keep my rhythm going. But then equally, when he gets going, he's literally, he can hit a four or have a dot ball and he stays the same composure and. And everything he's so calm and under pressure and all that and yeah same with blundell and ratchen you know and similar age to me for for someone his age he's an exceptional player as everyone's already seen and same thing you know him tom they're also cool calm composed under pressure um which yeah helps helps put me at ease and makes me feel a bit more relaxed um especially if i if i sort of get going i can tend to get a little bit um twitchy i'd say and They sort of just pull me back and, yeah, keep me nice and calm and just rein it in. And, yeah, I mean, me and Dev, you know, you can't really ask for for a much better play to open the batting with, um, at domestic levels especially.
0: Yeah, it can't be very much fun as a bowler at Firebirds training. And we talked to Hamish Bennett uh, in our preview of the domestic season here, and he told us that Tom Blundell was the best net batter in the country, possibly the world, just smashes everyone. But for you, what does a net session look like for Finn Allen when you're training for T20? Are you basically trying to work like from six backwards every ball you face in the nets, or are you working on a specific skill set?
1: Yeah, I think it, it varies. Throughout the Super Smash, um, it was definitely that, you know, work my way from six to one. Um, I just wanted to keep my rhythm going, and I I didn't spend a, a large amount of net, uh, time in the nets, um, but I would hit consistently and sort of keep it short and sharp so that I would, get quality rather than quantity but yeah for me it was just keeping my rhythm and keeping that same intent going um to keep keep me flowing throughout the tournament um and again coaching staff and everyone was so yeah helpful with facilitating that so that i think that was pretty key for my um success this summer was just keeping that rhythm going and um not stopping yeah
0: yeah it was a huge effort from you and, and the rest of the boys and the firebirds to go back to back in the super smash What was that finals experience like? What was that kind of um, culmination like for you guys as a group having worked so hard to build that momentum throughout the season?
1: Yeah, it was awesome. You know, it was such a cool day to be a part of. It was my first Super Smash final. Um, We, again, I think it showed our character as a group. You know, we, we literally just took it as another game. You know, we were obviously pretty amped. You know, there was an awesome crowd there and same as what we'd had all season. And, yeah, we took it it in our stride, and I think they batted quite well. Um, and we always knew when we had Dev there that, you know, we were we were always in with a pretty good shot of winning. And yeah, it's tough to, you know, it was it was awesome. Yeah, you know, it was just so cool to be a part of something like that and seeing everyone celebrate together after afterwards in the changing room and getting the blaze and into our changing room as well. And a lot of the guys turned up early to watch them play. Um, and g- genuinely, guys were heartbroken that that they didn't get up as well, which I think shows how, you know, the unity between the two teams, you know, it's not the blaze and the firebird, it's Wellington cricket, which again is is pretty special to be a part of. So yeah, that was that was so cool to celebrate with them and and all the staff and everyone came into the changing room as well and had had a couple of beers with us to celebrate, which was, yeah, pretty awesome.
2: Was it, well, yeah, was it tough to get up after that loss? Because, yeah, that was a real heartbreaker for them, the blaze.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, following the Blaze every game, you know, they always give us pretty good momentum. They're they're a pretty good side, um, and they're they're pretty hard to follow. So we, yeah, you know, a big part of us also wanted to follow up what they what they were doing, and um, the the passion behind everyone playing for Wellington again is is so awesome to see and pretty cool to be a part of. So yeah, um, they they make it a bit easier for us because everyone seems to be a little bit deflated after watching the blaze pump everyone around so <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> and um and so you went from that high to the ford trophy and another 100 then a call up to the black caps as injury cover for the aussie series i mean what yeah what was that experience like did you stay with the squad while guptil even though guptil was cleared for to play
1: no i didn't stay so i was essentially on on standby i guess um guptil had I can't remember what the date was, but it was a Saturday or something at training. He had a fitness test and I was essentially on standby for whether he he passed that or not. Um but yeah, like I was I was just over the moon to even be in that fourteen man squad. You know, it was mm. it was pretty awesome to get that recognition and sort of know that i it had been seen by higher up and stuff and hopefully one day get a crack that higher honors and yeah but again like I said just the recognition and even even being noticed was pretty cool I, d- I definitely didn't think anything like that was going to happen anytime soon
2: and um I mean yeah thinking about things that maybe you didn't think were going to happen where where in the timeline does the the whatsapp message from Mike Heston come along
1: yeah man that was I still pinch myself now it still hasn't properly settled and I've I've obviously known for a few weeks now but I don't think it'll probably sit in until I get on that plane and, and land in India. But yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Um, I, I genuinely, I've said it on, on the news. I genuinely nearly cried. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, I wasn't allowed to tell anyone. I just sort of jumped up and like shouted pretty loud. Um, you know, it was literally the whole time I've been watching that as a kid and stuff. So yeah, that was pretty awesome to sort of get that message, especially from um, Mike as well. made it made it pretty special. Yeah,
2: did, did have you? Do you know Mike before, or were you like, who's who's this?
1: Well, <laughs> my first thought was Mike Hessen, Black Caps coach, and then <laughs> I saw I forgot. I was like, no, he's not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've twelve man or like been drinks boy for uh, the Black Caps for a couple games at Eden Park, um, just when they get a local guy in to help out and. I did the pink ball test match um, at Eden Park, so I got to spend a bit of time with everyone there, which is pretty cool. And, and yeah, to be honest, I didn't think he would even remember who I was. So, yeah, to, to get that message from him was pretty awesome. And the, the five minutes or so waiting for, for the text to turn into a call fell like forever.
0: <laughs> and it looks from the outside that you're going to be a clean swap for Josh Felipe, the Australian who's who's pulled out. What are your expectations for your experience at the IPL. And I guess the question that we're all wondering here is, have you packed the the gauntlets? Have you got the gloves with you on the plane?
1: Um, I'd say no expectations. Um, Obviously, it's my my first time playing in franchise cricket and going overseas for this sort of stuff. So no expectations on myself. Um, I just, yeah, I want to make the most of the opportunity and sort of dive right in. get the most out of it, learn as much as I can off the likes of, you know, v AB, Maxwell, all those guys. Um, And the gloves, I don't, I don't have the gloves packed. (laughs) I can do, Um, if required, obviously I can, I can definitely pack that. Um, Been working on the offies a little bit lately, but just the classic, just the classic batter trying to bowl some part-time spin. (laughs) Um, But now I can definitely chuck the, chuck the gloves in if they're needed but uh, as far as I know I don't think they, they are.
0: And when do you head over to the tournament? The health and safety protocols have been announced today. All of the requirements at ring-marole for the, the bubbles have been set out. When do you head off to India?
1: I don't have a date yet. Um, a set a set leaving date. Um, I'm still hopeful for the Blackcaps squad against Bangladesh but um, yet, yet to know. I think it's announced in a few days. So... Um, but yeah, so I suppose once all that stuff's out and, and confirmed, then then I can start playing welly. But I would say it'd be fairly soon. Um, late late March, early April, probably at the
0: latest. And have you spoken to anyone in the build up that you've been exposed to, maybe in Wellington cricket or or in the the black hat setup that you've been involved with so far about how to prepare for life in the IPL and in bubbles and, and in India in general?
1: Yeah, I'm good friends with Jim and Neesham and Mitch McLennan. So I've, I've had chats with them. Um, but I suppose even even they're a little bit, not unsure, but it's probably a little bit different to how mm. it's been for them in the past with sort of traveling between four cities I think it is. And yeah, the bubbles as well and, and all that sort of thing. So even they're a little bit um, unsure. But um, yeah, hopeful to sort of catch up with, with Jimmy again before we go over and go through it again. But all I've been told is just get stuck in i i actually was going for my um my visa at the indian embassy in wellington Uh, stephen fleming was doing it at the same time which was pretty cool so we yeah it was pretty crazy to see see him there um so yeah we had a good chat about it and he just yeah encouraged me to just get stuck in and and learn as much as i can from the whole whole environment and said i've got a pretty good group to look forward to which Mm. obviously i do so some pretty pretty awesome players to learn off so yeah i'm just Looking forward to getting stuck in and, and get around them.
2: Yeah, I went I went on the Crick Info site just to have a look at the R C B squad and it's uh, Virat Kohli and then Finn Allen right next to right next to each other on the on the list there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, to be honest. Obviously I'd never really thought that would happen, you know, it's what dreams are made of, you know, so it's pretty cool. Um I don't think it'll really settle in until I probably meet him. Um,
2: yeah.
1: but yeah, no, it's exciting
2: stuff. And, and have you been have you been to India before? Because, I mean, yeah, pretty, I mean, it sounds like you're not going to get to kind of see it, you know, like experience it, but yeah, it's a pretty amazing country.
1: Yeah, I've just seen photos and obviously seen um, guys that I know that have played over there, their photos and Snapchats and all that. Um, no, I haven't been to India before. Um, I've been to Bangladesh, but I suppose I won't know if, if there's similarities or not until I get there. Again, in Bangladesh, we weren't allowed to leave the hotel either, so mm. yeah, but. No, I'm, I'm just looking forward to getting over there and, and learning as much as I can. Hopefully, growing as much as a player as I can.
2: Uh, that, that's awesome, mate. I mean, yeah, well, obviously, as you know, Kiwis were just stoked to to see you get that opportunity, and, and yeah, hope, I mean, hopefully, we'll get to see you on the field. But, but before you let we let you go, um, you go straight from India then to join up uh, with Lancashire and England. How did how did that come together?
1: It was an interesting one. Um, I got a call from one of the Wellington board members asking if I'd be okay with um, him passing on my contact to Paul Allot um at Lancashire, and sort of took me by surprise a little bit. Um, I was like, yeah, of, of course. Um, yeah, as if I'd turn that down. Um, yeah. and then I sort of through that time um, uh, got myself an agent and everything to sort of help me out with with all that stuff, the overseas leagues, et cetera. Um, and then I think he, from there, he kind of took it. Um, it sort of fell into his hands. So, yeah, and then I didn't know if it was if, like going to actually happen or whether it was sort of just interest and seeing if I would potentially be available and stuff. So I didn't sort of get my hopes up too high. And then, yeah, before I knew it, it was it was real. And it was sort of happened around the same time as the IPL. So um, I was sort of – I didn't know – what was going on how how did it happen so fast and everything it all kind of just happened like a blur and yeah no nah, again that's awesome like I'm, I'm looking forward to that opportunity um it, it'll be so cool I've played in England before and I love it over there and I'm half English as well so oh, nice. hopefully get to go visit some family and stuff but um yeah no nah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that I think it'll be a slightly different experience but um yeah again any experience to sort of get better and and win trophies for a team is what I'm looking for. So, yeah, hopefully, you can contribute to that.
2: And, and have you thought about, uh, I guess, what you're going to do all this time in, in bubbles? From the guys we talked to um, from the last IPL, it sounds like they got pretty good at table tennis.
1: I'd say Netflix. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure. I guess I'll I'll sort of take it as it comes. But I mean, table tennis is on the cards. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like like I said, going over with Kyle Jamison as well, uh, a good mate of mine from the circuit over here. So, yeah, having him there as well, and sort of getting getting familiar with the locals as well as the overseas guys will be, yeah, again, awesome experience to rub shoulders with those kind of players. So, yeah, I'm sure I'll keep myself busy. You know, plenty of people to talk to back home, FaceTime the family and stuff, and and yeah, there'll be yeah, I'm just again looking forward
2: to it all. Oh, that's that's awesome, mate. And and yeah, so I guess best of luck for, for selection and in a couple of days' time for for the black caps and then um, for these next few months. It's yeah, it's exciting to see you get get these opportunities and, and wish you all the best, eh? Thanks very much for having the time with us.
1: No, thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. Anytime.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the Top Order podcast before you disappear from our feed. If you're a new listener, please do go and check out the back catalogue. We've spoken recently to New Zealand coach Gary Stead. We've got Graham Thorpe. We've got Shane Dietz. We've got Barry Richards, Shane Bond, Colin Miller, all in the back catalogue. You can find the details www.thetoporderpodcast.com. With are The Top Order Podcast on Instagram, although we're still really figuring that out. We're at Top Order Pod on Facebook and Twitter, so don't be shy to jump on. Give our tweet a share or a retweet and we'll see you next week.